the Florida Panthers go into Boston and get a thrilling win on the road in a game where even though the Florida Panthers never trailed, sometimes it felt that the Boston Bruins were going to take this one. But no, we have a game six down in South Florida on Friday night. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Thursday, April 27th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at Mondoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And you can also follow the show on Instagram as well at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And shout out to the everydayers who come here to get your daily Florida Panthers fix every single day. And... Wow, what a win. What a night for South Florida. Um, this is a live version of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. It is a Cats After Dark edition of the show. And waited to record after the Miami Heat game as well. Of course, with the Florida Panthers having the 7 p.m. game and the Miami Heat having 9.30. Wanted to take a little bit of a time to, of course, catch the end of that one and Get some more good fortunes coming into this show as I'm representing the, the Heat and the Panthers in, in this one with my apparel. If you are watching this on the YouTube channel, but my goodness, what a game for the Florida Panthers on Wednesday night as they go into Boston and pick up a big road win. Now their second win at the TD Garden in this series. And listen, you could you guys can go back to my episode even with Doug Plagans and even with Alex Dono, I, I felt, I felt kind of defeated and I know a lot of you guys did too. And the way the Florida Panthers fell flat at home in the, in games three and four. And to think that after going 19, 19 and three on the road this season, in the regular season falling flat and then thinking, okay, this is the, best regular season team ever 40 some odd point difference i don't know the exact number on the top of my head i don't care honestly but the panthers don't see it that way they are going to get on the ice they're gonna give it their all they're gonna give the boston bruins that challenge and even for the boston bruins i mean let's let's go right into just who's start who's starting in net and Sergey Bobrovsky having a not so good game four. Let's call it for what it is. And then even me myself thinking that Alex Lyon should have the crease on Wednesday night. And then going back to Bob. I mean, remember what I said. If you go back to the conversation with Alex Dono, I think it should be Lyon, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's Sergey Bobrovsky. And listen, this was a show us type of game for Sergei Bobrovsky going into to, um, into Wednesday night. And the Panthers didn't really do him any any, any favors er, early on. I mean, 
the the Panthers, especially early on, left all alone on a change and had two Boston Bruins players going on a two on zero, and then Sergey Borovsky ta- stops Nosek, uh, and with the Florida Panthers, I mean, the goaltending, Sergey Borovsky, lateral movements great, being up against up on, on the crease to take away the shooting angles as well, and for also the players who were in the lineup versus out. I mean, Ryan Lomberg didn't play. Aaron Ekblad was back from injury after missing game four as well. And also Zach Dalby playing in his second straight game as well. And a little bit of a line juggle with Etu Lusterainen being back on the third line. Nick Cousins going on the second as well. And... In the in the playoffs, you got to have these type of shakeups in in or when your backs are up against the wall as well. And the Panthers have gone off to fast starts, and it proved again in Game Three. But the the problem for the Panthers has been that consistency. And even for even for them going into the second period, I mean, Boston dominated that second period, eighteen to eight shot on goal advantage. I mean, listen, the first goal. And even the last one was given to the Panthers in this one. I mean, Bertuzzi get, um, tries a clearing attempt and then tur- turns it over. And the move that Carter Hagee had to force Linus Allmark out of his net and then throwing something, throwing, throwing it towards him, trying to make something out of nothing when you force the goaltender out and then Anthony Duclair batting it in, um, in, into the open net and... Two goals on a night where Linus Allmark, you force him out of, of the net and and the Panthers are are converting. And just Carver Hagee having three primary assists on the night. And as far as postseason points, he's only two behind Alexander Barkov. And he's played 10 less postseason games than the captain in a Florida Panthers uniform, by the way. that's This isn't career points. This is points... In a Florida Panthers uniform, Carter Hagee is two points behind Sasha Barkov. But also, but also the Panthers are in this position, forcing a game six with Sasha Barkov not performing to the best of his that we know that he can perform. And Barkov, yeah, he had six hits on the night. Yeah, he was finishing his checks that hit on. Garnet Hathaway that that we were talking about for at least the first intermission and even the second one. And even Duclair had a great start to the game. He was very quick to to pucks, getting it, getting it, trying to get it into the slot to for for opportunities. And Sam Bennett, he was fighting for pucks as well. There was one point where he was on his on his on his tush and keeping the puck into the zone. But man, that second period, I mean the the Florida Panthers that that penalty happened for for them um in period uh number number two where the panthers were pinned in their own zone and then the 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 boston bruins are going on the power play which the the power play for the boston bruins i mean their first one that they got in the game great great um penalty kill by the florida panthers only allowing one shot on goal but then the second one the, the entries were very clean on the for the for the Boston Bruins getting in front of Sergey Bobrovsky and then that shot by Brad Marchand that squeaks by Bobrovsky. I mean, yeah, you're supposed to save it, but 
even a little slower for Mark Stahl to get to that puck once it's squ- squeaked behind him. And then Marchand's momentum goes towards the the net, and then he and then Marchand knocks it in to make it one one at the at the time. And yeah, um, Mark Stahl multiple times in this game had opportunities to clear pucks and and just very slow to react. I uh, not only did I speak about it on. I'm speaking about it now on today's show, but I also spoke about it with the guys over at Panther Prairie, um, and I joined uh, their their podcast for their Thursday their Thursday episode. So go check out that where I also give my thoughts and, and all on, on on this game. But also, when when the Panthers are were on their first power play, when when Lauko goes to the box for Slash and Carver Hagee, the Panthers penalty kill was abysmal. Multiple shorthanded chances. Bennett tried a drop pass and where nobody was there, and then the the Boston Bruins go on on a rush the other way. They have a two on one a, f- a few seconds later. Marchand chips it around, and then Zaka has a shot that's saved by Sergey Bobrovsky. And even when Lauko comes out of the box, there, there's a three on two um, going towards Bobrovsky. So, and the rush chances and the rush goals that the Boston Bruins had. I mean, just just going into this game, rush goals. Going into game game five, four for Boston, zero for Florida. Rush chances, eleven to two in favor of Boston. Odd man rushes, nine to four in favor of Boston. And that's just going into game five. But game five, in as far as statistically, the Panthers were outplayed in every facet. Corsi four percentage at five on five, seventy six to forty three in, in favor of Boston. Shots on goal, forty seven. To twenty-five on on the night for for in favor of Boston as well. It was a game where you were just waiting and waiting and waiting for Boston to every time they tied the game. Uh oh, what's going to happen next? Are they gonna are they gonna capitalize on a mistake that the Florida Panthers made? I mean, the Panthers had multiple. Uh, a really dumb too many men on the ice penalty where <laughs> like six players were like halfway across going to from one half wall to the other. And just that's an embarrassing penalty. And that's was with three minutes left in the, in the third period and Ekblad going to the box twice, Aaron Ekblad coming back from injury. He didn't have his best game, but you, you find a way to win. You never trail. This, this is a weird thing. It felt like the Panthers trailed in this game when they didn't at all. <laughs> that's the strange thing about it. That, that's just the strange thing of playoff hockey as well. And just and let's also point the fact that they now have more power play goals in this postseason than they did all of last postseason. Two of 13, baby. Still not a good stat, but <laughs> the, the Panthers are two of 13 on, on the power play in, in the postseason. Carver Hagee, three primary assists. And also, that goal by Sam Reinhardt on the power play. Ch- check out what the what the Panthers did when, when they got up high, up to the point. Quick pass to Matthew Kachuk on the wing. You see Matt Grizzlick drawing towards Kachuk. Brandon Carlo is drawing towards Sam Bennett, who's on the blue paint. Leaving Sam Reinhardt all alone on that in the slot 
to give the Panthers a 3-2 lead at the time. And also, Nick Cousins, credit to Nick Cousins for the game that he had. There's a 2-on-0 rush that he had an opportunity to score on Linus Hallmark and even had one earlier prior to that. And then him and Carter Verhage on that board battle that forced the puck out and then Carter Verhage finding Sam Bennett, who was very quick to get that release off too. Because a lot of times in this game, if the Panthers were not getting the puck off their stick quick, the, the Boston Bruins were there to clo- close it out and take away the, the shooting lane. So big credit to the Florida Panthers. Very opportunistic, even in a game that they didn't play well in. You find a way to win on the road. And two out of three at TD Garden on where you have a chance to come back to your barn. And going into the night, let, let me let me check this stat real quick. I had it written down for our, yesterday's show. Both road teams in in the in in tonight's games won. So now road teams are twenty three and twelve in the in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. In segment number two, we are going to discuss more about the quotes that players Paul Maurice said after the game. We are going to discuss more of the perspective as well going into game six. Now that we do have a game six in Sunrise, Florida, we are going to discuss that more here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about Bill Bar. And are you looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories? Then you need to the best tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices but you don't want to compromise on taste, I've got just the thing for you. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing you won't think they're good for you. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk into the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, and coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box of our hit flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puffs. You can thank me later. Back on this second segment here on this live edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. As I look at my laptop right now, for those who aren't watching live and who listen on the podcast, right now my clock says 12.55 a.m. And as the great Scott Van Pelt said, says every time he hosts SportsCenter, I'm not tired yet. And coincidentally, Scott Van Pelt and myself have one thing in common. We started our media careers at the Golf Channel here in Orlando. So a little bit of similarities from yours truly and SVP. But yeah, not tired yet. By the way, everyone, for we have a little bit of a giveaway. We have not one, but two t-shirts here from games three and four, the time to hunt one, and the one from game four with the with the leaping panther. So here's the giveaway. And it depends on which social media outlet I check first. It just It's just going to depend. Whoever sends me a screenshot of their subscription to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast first, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, or email at 
LockedOnFLAPanthers at gmail.com. You will get a free t-shirt of one of these from games three and four. But you have to be subscribed to the YouTube channel. Send in your screenshot. And the first person to send it, whichever I check, whichever I see first, you will get one of these shirts because these are XLs. And if you can't tell by looking at me, I'm not an XL. I'm actually a size small. Uh, so uh, a, a perfect opportunity for me to gift something to all of you guys. But let's talk about what was said after the game. And just, again, this was the show us game for Sergei Bobrovsky. But also, the leadership that Sergei Bobrovsky was had after the game about the emotions needing to settle down after a big win on the road. I mean, listen, ladies and gentlemen, the mission is not done yet for this Florida Panthers team. There's still a big hill to climb. Yeah, we talked about yesterday how 9.5% is that number to come back from a 3-1 lead. Spoke about the three game sevens that Josh Mahara spoke about, which Wednesday night was the first. But I love what Sergey Borowski said after the game about needing to settle down, needing to, okay, you know you got the win, you know you didn't play your best, but now it's time to go back to the drawing board, go back to creating better habits than what you had in in, in earlier in the series in the in the series because it wasn't a great game especially uh by the blue line i mean mark stall aaron ekblad just to name two uh brandon montour had a shot that was blocked and then the pa the panthers were just uh scrambling and and the boston bruins were able to take advantage of that that was that was the taylor hall goal i i believe and i didn't even get to mention that patrice bergeron made his return back to the lineup Markov was contained by Patrice Bergeron in this game. I mean, just looking at Corsi 4 percentage 5-on-5 five five for the top line, um, 11 shot attempts for the Panthers for that top line versus 23 for their opposition. So just a lot of things that need to improve on the night for the the florida panthers on that front and there was a quote that paul maurice said in relation to brandon montour's uh injury and going to the, to the locker room and i got okay so this was the quote this is a tweet from kobe guy of florida hockey now it says brandon montour had a contusion of the testicular variety per paul maurice he said he's fine. And that can mean anything. But he said he's fine. So next time Randy Moeller says on the broadcast when Brandon Montour scores two goals and he says he has a big pair. <laughs> now 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 we got now we gotta question and ask what he uh he means. And also let me give Randy Moeller a little bit credit on one of the coolest lines that he said in all of probably this season when the Panthers had that too many men on the ice penalty. He said, for the love of Sam Adams, 
and and of course if you guys know if you guys don't drink Sam Adams is from Boston so like like the little Boston reference that Randy Moeller had on, on the on the broadcast uh today also with the officiating towards the end the hold that Sam Bennett had disagree with it as well but I'm not entirely upset about the end of the game right before Brad Marsh. It was right before Brad Marsh Marchand had that breakaway where Sergey Bobrovsky knocked like kept the door shut and sent this to overtime. But that McAvoy slash on Ben Bennett in the regular season is it a call? Absolutely. But and this might be my officiating bias as as someone who does officiate uh you, you don't want to call that. You don't want to call that at the end of the game. And I spoke about it with once again with the guys from Panther Puri about how going back to the hit that Kale McCarr had on Jared McCann a few days ago about knowing the high-profile player that Kale McCarr is and having to decide a game. You don't want to be in that position. And not upset about it. I mean, hell, the Panthers won. So... I mean, I know we'd ha- probably maybe have a different conversation had that gone the other way. Yes, yes, I, I totally understand that. But I, I'm I'm personally glad that the Panthers were to able to find a win on their own terms. That's the thing. You want them to find. You want them to earn it. January. Do January second. The Panthers are the day after that. They were just coming off a loss at home against the New York Rangers on New Year's Eve. The Panthers were nine points out of the first of, uh, out of the last wild card spot, and they were clawing and clawing and clawing, inching their way closer to that playoff spot. There were a few setbacks. Obviously, what happened before the trade deadline with all the injuries mounting at the same time. Come trade deadline, this team doesn't make a single move. And this team continued to play with their backs against the wall. Maybe they like doing that. Maybe they like playing that way, which is stressful for us, the fans, to witness. But sometimes you are really exposed, good or bad, in pressure situations. And Matthew Kachuk is that dude. Carver Hagee is that dude. I still believe that Alexander Barkov is that dude too. Sam Bennett is that dude. Brandon Montour is that dude. And for tonight, Sergey Bobrovsky was. For tonight. And the ability as well to contain the 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 Boston Bruins as well. Yeah, Marshawn got got on the score sheet. Bergeron, Taylor Hall, a former Hart Trophy winner. But you were able to weather storms. And got to give credit to Paul Maurice for, for, for his ability to weather storms at times. And having a grasp on, on, on the group. I know there's still a lot of criticism of his quote-unquote playoff hockey. And I still have my 
skepticism as well as as him being the coach to take the Panthers to the promised land. But for but one thing we can see is a slow progress of this team continuing to build because imagine if you're just going into Boston, you get you're getting stomped on and you go out like this. Then we're talking about a, a bad taste in our mouth going into the offseason. And just and question after question. I mean, there's still questions about this roster. There's still questions about this penalty kill, too. The, pan, the Bruins went two for five on the night. But the willingness to never to never back down. And my song of the night, my theme song of the night is I will not bow by breaking Benjamin. The Panthers were not going to be tossed around. They weren't going to let Boston, the greatest regular season team of all time, to, they weren't going to allow them to end this series early. So we have a game six Friday, and we're going to discuss more about that game six in the next segment here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about eBay Motors. And for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part you need to fit right. The next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you'll be sure every part you need fits right. First time around, just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back just like in sports. Confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right part, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Third and final segment here on this Thursday. April 27th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And for the everydayers, on tomorrow's edition of the show, it's a Fairbanks Friday edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. We'll be previewing game six between the Florida Panthers and the Boston Bruins. And it's crazy, ladies and gentlemen, because, of course, as a podcaster, as someone who brings you daily content on this team, I was starting to... Think about what my schedule would have been this week if the Panthers didn't have a game. Probably would have obviously had this post-game show and then wait until Friday night to do a show because of quotes about locker room clean-out and talk about what they, the Panthers, done this year as far as growing and then building off off-season momentum and yada, yada, yada. But I'm so glad that the season has continued tonight to to Friday night. And we and programming note, the Florida Panthers versus Boston Bruins game will be at 730 on TNT. And a four-game Friday night, too, in the NHL. And with the Miami Heat winning, all of South Florida's focus will be solely on the Florida Panthers, which is a beautiful thing. And and it's 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 great to see that the Panthers will have a spotlight on on Friday night 
and with the with the Boston Bruins coming into Florida and getting getting two wins and one of them wasn't even necessarily close game 3 I'm talking about but you had you had a chance in in game 4 when when you cut it to 3-2 and Bergeron's back and you had a little bit of a taste of Bergeron now now he's here to 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 play the rest of the series yeah David Krejci didn't play for the Boston Bruins but it's just a big opportunity to just continue continue the fight and just creating stuff out of nothing which the Florida Panthers all season they were second in the NHL on creating chances off the forecheck and a lot of their plays on Wednesday night three out of the four goals were created off broken plays and opportunistic opportunity is is the name of this game and the Florida Panthers got to continue to find to find it and yeah we know we know now who will be in net on on Friday we know who it is now we we don't have any more questions and who knows we could we could be right back here on on Friday night going into Saturday with a whole bunch of criticism of this team as well um, who knows our our mood can be completely different and you know what Prior to this series even starting, I said Boston in, in six, which I'm hating that pick now because I want the Florida Panthers to win so badly. And I know you guys do too. And here's one thing before we sign off. I really hope that I'm wrong. I I I I, I would be so happy to be wrong about the Panthers and going up against this best team ever, their PK at times being a mess as we know, but we did not expect a a goaltending performance like this and give Bobrovsky his roses. He he definitely deserves it tonight. And maybe, hey, game four was that warm-up game for him in order to get him right and look good. And this could be, who knows? This could be the start of something. But hey, one game at a time, one shift at a time. And South Florida, we are very fortunate that this season is continuing after Wednesday. Thank you as thank you guys as always for listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast for the everydayers on Friday's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Nick Fairbanks will be returning to the show to preview the Florida Panthers versus Boston Bruins game on Friday night. Give his thoughts on the series up to this point. And and South Florida, let's shock the world. So, So in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On HL Network, including Locked On HL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey of Flip Livingstone and Steer Roden, and Locked On AHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And don't forget to also subscribe to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast 
on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers and on Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers and and me myself on Twitter as well at Mondoman12 where you'll see reactions, insight, and everything as as far as not only the Florida Panthers but into the entirety of the South Florida sports scene. So see see you guys see you guys on Friday. So I'm Armando Velez signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.